Peweldar Health Board area, according to yesterday's figures. Public Health Wales data shows there was two new cases in Carmarthenshire, one in Pembrokeshire and none in Ceredigion. Across Wales, 94 new cases were confirmed, with three new COVID-19 deaths reported. The total number of cases in Wales is now 210,823, with 5,538 deaths. The total number of cases across the three counties is now 15,945, that is 10,734 in Carmarthenshire, 3,445 in Pembrokeshire and 1,766 in Ceredigion. Outdoor drinkers in Tembe created an evening of disturbances for residents and a morning of cleaning up by council workers. At one point it was said that around 300 people were reported to be gathered in the harbour area with the resulting noise and litter described by one resident as grim. There were further reports of youngsters walking through the town with boxes full of alcohol with other people buying takeaway drinks from licensed premises before making their way to the harbour. One person stated on Twitter that not only is Tembe be strewn with litter, but most streets, corners of houses are being used as a public toilet. Last night, urine was running down the pavements. Let's get pubs open and their toilets being used, please. Pembrokeshire County Council operatives have been working since earlier yesterday morning to remove rubbish in various locations in the town, including piles of bottles and other litter under picnic tables at the harbour. Kilgetty man Liam Cullen says he is delighted to be back after stepping off the bench to score a vital goal for Swansea City at the weekend. 21-year-old marked his return from injury with a crucial late equaliser to earn a 2-2 draw with draw from Wickham Wanderers at the Liberty. He said it was an unbelievable feeling to come back and get the equaliser today. We were disappointed with just a draw but it's on to a Tuesday now and I'd like to thank everyone for their kind messages. A change in planning rules that will ensure Wales benefits from the Great British Staycation has been welcomed by landowners. The Welsh Government's announcement increasing permitted development rights from 28 to 56 days means greater freedom for farms and rural businesses to offer temporary accommodation, according to Nigel Hollett from CLA Cymru. He said more campsites, activity-based businesses, refreshments and retail outlets will play a significant role in regenerating Wales' economy as 2021 becomes the year of the Great British Staycation. It's made possible because more time is to be allowed for land to be used for temporary businesses. Doubling the permitted trading period in 2021 makes business more viable, enabling business people to manage risk, take on staff and reinvest. I am Charlie James and you're up to date on Pure West Radio. Follow Pure West Radio on Instagram at Pure West Radio. I'm sipping wine, sip, sip. in a robe. Trip, trip. I look too good, look too good to be alone. My house clean, house clean. my pool warm. pool warm, just shake smooth like a newborn. We should be dancing, romancing in the east wing.
It's Pure West Radio across Pembrokeshire. A very good evening. Hope you've had a really good start to the week. I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. More at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. And between now and nine o'clock, we've got football, rugby, cricket, hockey and loads more on the Monday Night Agenda. Once again, a very good evening and welcome to the show. It's Pure West Sport with G&G Builders, live on the Facebook page after eight when our special guest is Sana Duffy, a top ultra runner from Pembrokeshire. She'll be joining us on the show after eight o'clock. Uh, Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas with me. Uh, no Bill this week again. He's been poorly of late, as we explained on the show last week. And all your good wishes are so uh, greatly appreciated by Bill. We'll pass them on to him. We're speaking to him on a daily basis. And I've sent him some reading material as well. And I know he's really boosted by all the support he's had. And he can't wait to be back on this show. Talking about sport in Pembrokeshire, which Bill loves. 
and that will be pretty soon we hope so all good wishes to Bill Khan and hopefully he'll be listening to us and I'm sure as he did last week he'll be texting me during the show getting involved because one of the topics we're going to be covering after eight is this idea of a new breakaway European Football League as a Tottenham fan I've got views on this and is it just another example of a growing disconnect between the teams at the top and grassroots football clubs. We'll be talking about that after eight and you can get involved. Hashtag pure West sport. Between now and then, well, Pembroke's Liam Cullen came off the bench to score for Swansea City in their 2-2 draw with Wickham. Uh, Fraser Watson was covering the game and we will hear what Liam had to say after the game. Uh, Fishguard hockey player Jason Davis helped reform the men's side before the coronavirus pandemic obviously changed the way sport could operate in the county. We'll be hearing uh, from Jason and also Haken Secretary Johnny Lewis on the show as well before eight and we hear from former Wales international goalkeeper Joe Price from St David's as the Wales women's football team enter a new era now that Jane Ludlow has left we'll get Joe's thoughts on that and also just a bit of a look at how Team GB are preparing for the Tokyo Olympics plenty to come as always, you can get involved. It's Monday evening and this is Pure West Sport. Do you dream of being out on the road, taking in the sights and sounds of Pembrokeshire? Thanks to Fast Track Driving School, I'm free to venture around the county and now it's your turn. Fast Track is a triple award-winning driving school covering Pembrokeshire, Carmarthen, Cardigan and Llanelli. If you fancy a change of career in 2021, they are also instructor trainers. They even run driving lessons for those as young as 14. Want to learn something new in the new year? Fast Track it. On Facebook at Fast Track Driving School or call on 0333 772 0801. See you on the road. Oh, Farm Ice Cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Lochmiler Farm Ice Cream. Car trouble again? At OC Davis Roundabout Garage Nayland, we like to keep it simple. Offering you service plans from just under £10 a month. From affordable used cars to 0% finance. Not to mention, nil advance payment on the mobility scheme. You can guarantee you'll get more for your money. Put the pedal to the metal and get the most out of your motor. Call 01646 600858 or go online to ocdavis.com. Download the Pure West Radio mobile app from the App Store. In 1965, Vietnam seemed like just another foreign war. But it wasn't. It was different in many ways, and so were those who did the fighting. In World War II, the average age of the combat soldier was 26. In Vietnam, he was 19. In, 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 in Vietnam, he was 19. In, 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 in Vietnam, he was 19. In, in Vietnam, he was 19. Going on. 
really good for Monday evening. I love that. Paul Hardcastle and 19. I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Our first topic after eight will be uh, the European Super League that broke late last night. Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, Manchester City, Manchester United and Tottenham are among 12 clubs who have agreed to join this new European Super League in a huge move for European football. The Premier League clubs will join AC Milan, Atletico Madrid, Barcelona, Inter Milan, Juventus and Real Madrid. The European Super League said the founding clubs had agreed to establish a new midweek competition with teams continuing to compete in their respective national leagues. Something I think is incredibly naive. I can't see that will be allowed to happen but we will talk about this after 8 o'clock and we want your views as well so do get in touch. Now on the pitch for Haverford West County on Saturday, things didn't go to plan. 
as they were beaten 5-1 by Newtown in the Cymru Premier League. But off the pitch, things are continuing to develop on the Bridge Meadow and there's been some really good stuff done off the pitch over the last year or so. I spoke on Saturday morning's Pure West Sports Show to the chairman, Rob Edwards, who was explaining to me why the club are now on the lookout for new people to come forward to join the board of directors. And Rob explained to me the reasons why. Well, obviously, the, the, the board was in place before, headed by David Hughes, done a fantastic job. Um, obviously, when I came in, a majority had stepped down for, for personal reasons, retirement, work work situations. Um, David's stuck around and been a, a huge asset to me in terms of knowing the local area, the people, the sponsors, the contacts, how, how to operate a football club, which is something I never knew when, when I took over. And I'm still probably only 20% of the way through that, to be honest. There's still a hell of a lot to learn. Um, so it's resources, it's, it's been able to, to do things down here specifically that we probably don't have the manpower to do. Um, fresh ideas, obviously I've, I've come in with certain plans and ideas, some of which have gone very well, some still working on. And, but I'm not naive enough to know that I'm the sole person that can drive the club forward. We've got plans and ambitions and on the pitch, obviously we, we know there's a few additions needed there in, in, in terms of... Um, the media side and commercial community, there's there's things that need to be put in place. So it's about just having someone that can build into the vision of the club, preferably a love for, 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 for sport or particularly football and this particular football club um, that can bring fresh ideas and, and opinions into how we move the club forward. There's, there's huge potential, which is one of the reasons, which is the reason why I'm here. But also um, we can't be naive enough to think that we're we've got everything about us to be able to do that so it's and I think it's just another opportunity to um, to engage with with the local community and I think if people have grown up in this area or live in this area or fond of the town the club the people but the people within it it gives them an opportunity to um, to shape its future so I think yeah it's, there's not the opportunities like this don't come around very often I know in, in, in the UK I think Brentford have just launched a an initiative to bring uh, to bring new new external board members in but we're a board of, of, of four people of which three of us are based in london um ideally we're looking for people locally that can that have contacts ideas time to be able to, to help drive the club forward really okay if anyone's interested the the details are on the website so that's having for west afc.com and uh, rob's email address is, is there as well so, so do have a look at that because i, I think rob it's important for, from your side and and when we've spoken before you're really keen to get that engagement with the local community and also to make sure the club's on a sustainable footing so you're not just relying on a very small pool of people to drive the club forward forever exactly yeah no in terms of uh, the, the, we've been open about the, the state of the finances, which is very, very good. And it's a club in, in, in a very healthy state in that sense. And we'll continue to try and do that and build self-sufficiently. Um, so this is not necessarily about anyone necessarily coming in to, to, to invest money into the club. It's just its ideas, its drive, enthusiasm. And yeah, there's, it's, there's such an opportunity for a group of people to get involved and, and, and add to what we've got. And obviously, the more resource we have, the more ideas, the, the more opportunities that will, will come off the back of that. Well, that's the chairman of Haverford West County, Rob Edwards, talking to me on the show on Saturday morning. You can also join us, of course, every Saturday between eight and nine. And do go to the Haverford West County website if you would like to get involved. Uh, the Bluebirds lost 5-1 to Newtown on Saturday. The other results in the Cymru Premier League, Barla Town 5, Carnarvon Town 2, uh, Kevin Druids 1, Cardiff Met University 2, Connors Key 1, Barrytown United 0, and the New Saints 1, Pennebont 0. 
nil. Haverford West are away to Cardiff Metropolitan University tomorrow evening. It's a quarter to eight kickoff. At Swansea City came from behind to draw 2-2 with the championship's bottom club, Wickham Wanderers, at the Liberty Stadium on Saturday. One of the goal scorers was Pembroke's very own Liam Cullen. We'll be hearing what Liam had to say after the game. That's in a few moments' time, right here on Pure West Sport.
It's R.E.M. on Pure West Radio and Everybody Hurts. I'm Ben Stone. Now, on Saturday, Fraser Watson was reporting on Swansea City's 2-2 draw with Wickham Wanderers. Wickham stayed bottom, but they actually led 2-0 at the Liberty Stadium before two late goals from Jamal Lowe and Pembrokeshire's very own Liam Cullen earned a point for Swansea, who still look pretty secure in third place now. It looks like they will be in the championship playoffs. But it was a crazy finish to the game. Here's how the Swansea City manager, Steve Cooper, assessed things at the final whistle. You know, we're at home. We, you know, we've played well for two games and, you know, we're playing a team that, um, you know, are fighting for something else. And we knew that they, they needed to win today as well. So we felt there was going to be enough space and gaps to go and to go and hurt them and um, I mean it was nil and a half time we didn't play well in the first half with the ball you know we, we our positional play wasn't quite right particularly in the middle of the pitch and because of that we didn't make enough passes and we didn't get up the pitch and it had a bit of a knock-on effect to how the game went so we tried to sort that out half time but um, obviously the start of the second half was was really poor and disappointing to say the least two soft goals whatever minute of whatever game you have to do the non-negotiables well and for that period, we, we didn't in terms of, you know, first contact, second contacts, 1v1s, not letting people play around you, getting behind you. We didn't do it well enough. And when you do that, you run the risk of conceding. In saying that, you know, 2-0 down and Drew players showed a lot of heart and courage and, and good play to get back in the game. So, you know, we shouldn't lose sight of, of that obstacle that we, we, we give ourselves to get over. And in the end, you know, it leaves you with real mixed, mixed emotions. You know, the game could have been could have been worse. So the result could have been worse because of because of uh, what we did at the start of the second half. Uh, in saying that, we created more than enough chances to score more than two. You know, uh, Connor got in a couple of times first half. Jamal's in between their goals. You know, is it is a tight area, but anywhere it, but the keeper's foot, I think he goes in. Wayne's had one off the line from a, a good another chance from Jamal. So you know we've had enough chances to 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 win the game, even with conceding two. But yeah, I probably need to get my head around a bit more, to be honest. Well, that's the thoughts of the Swansea City manager Steve Cooper after the two-two draw with Wickham Wanderers at the Liberty Stadium on Saturday. Swansea stay third; they're six points behind Watford in second. And Fraser also managed to grab a word with Liam Cullen the Pembrokeshire born striker from Kilgetty he's been on the Pure West Radio Sports Show Cullen came off the bench after his ankle injury to score and he was talking about his time out and what it means to him being back involved yeah unbelievably pleased I think uh, the one downer is that we only got one point from the game but on a personal level um, it has been a long 10 weeks Um, I've tried to make it as productive as I can and work on what I can as hard as I can to make sure I come back in a better state than I was when I got injured, uh, which I feel I have. I think that that's full credit to the medical team, uh, the S&C, the sports science coaches. They've done everything they can to help me. I had to put the work in and I did because I wanted moments like today. And when I first done it, I didn't think it was as bad as what it was. I had the injury on, on my other ankle uh, when I was a teenager a few years ago and I didn't think it was as bad as that, but it turned out it was, and I just tried to stay as positive as I could really, but the surgeon done an unbelievable job, and I never really felt any pain after the surgery, and uh, it wasn't a case of let's rush him back as quick as we can, it was just off how my ankle was feeling, and uh, yeah, it feels feels stronger than ever now, so um, yeah, it's nice to be back a little bit earlier, and hopefully I can keep helping the team like I did today. 
And that's Swansea City striker Liam Cullen off the bench to score for Swansea from Kilgetty. He's been on Pure West Sports as well. Really good to see him back involved after that ankle injury. We are sticking with football next on Pure West Sports. Former Wales international goalkeeper Joe Price from St David's gives her thoughts on the new era in the Welsh women's game with Gemma Granger taking over from Jane Ludlow as head coach of the national team. That's next on Pure West Radio.
and Uptown Funk on Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. We are live on the Pure West Radio Facebook page from 8 o'clock. Our special guest is Sana Duffy, who hails from Milford Haven, an incredible ultra runner. We'll be finding out about some of the challenges she's undertaken and what's still to come as well when she joins us after 8. That's going to be really, really interesting this evening. Also talking about Jose Mourinho leaving Tottenham, the European Super League, and with the Pembrokeshire Cricket League season just a few weeks away we're going to be asking who are some of the best bowlers that we've seen in Pembrokeshire and also some of our favourites on the world stage as well but right now on the show Fraser Watson has this week been catching up with an old friend of Pure West Sport well, we've spoken many a time on Pure West Sport here to former Welsh international Joanna Price on women's football and Welsh women's football in particular has been in the news of late not least because the Gemma Granger era is underway with two games of late against Canada and Denmark, which a 1-0 defeat in the first game and a very creditable 1-1 draw in the second. Firstly, Joe, how are you and what do you think of the two opening games of the Granger era? Yeah, I think, you know, it's the show must go on, as they say, and um, she's got a good reputation in women's football. I hadn't really heard much about her, to be honest, until she was uh, appointed as well the manager. She's got a good reputation. I think there's a lot of high-profile female footballers that speak very highly of her, like Lucy Bronze and Ellen White, Farrah Williams. So, yeah, she, she obviously is is a good appointment we'll see see where she's able to take us so I'm, I'm quite confident that we'll we will qualify at some point hopefully she'll be the one to take us there we showed a good springboard to start and she um playing against two very credible teams in world football in Canada and Denmark and that Denmark result particular to come back from one nil and the manner of the equalizer as well lovely movement and finish by Jess Fishlock it looked like she had a good grounding to move forward on yeah, I think so. And um, we're playing a, a lot more attacking football now. And I think we've, we've been, we're able to do that because of the foundations that have been laid by Jane and her team. You know, you can't play attacking football until you've, you can defend. So it's really exciting, actually, is uh, moving forward, I think. You know, who doesn't want to see their team attack and, and score goals? But she's got a good foundation there and she's got a great squad of players with a lot of young talent coming through as well. Um, I think, it, you know, now it allows players like Jess Fishlock to be able to play in a more attacking 10 role that she thrives on I think and you know seeing that from, from the goal that she scored the other night so you know world cap class players like Sophie Ingle as well she's been phenomenal this season so you've got a trio of of Ingle and Harrod James and Jess Fishlock in midfield I mean god who, what team wouldn't want that trio but it wasn't the type of finish from someone who's been ready to retire that's for sure was it <laughs> great goal. But we have to say, Joe, and we don't want to keep dwelling on what might have been, but I think there was mixed emotions for a lot of Welsh fans the other night at the creditable draws we just talked about against Denmark and then to come off the field and to see Northern Ireland had won that two-legged playoff against Ukraine so comfortably and, and will go through to a major championship. Fair play to, to Northern Ireland. They battled so well throughout, but it must have left a sense of what might have been for the players, mustn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Any Any competitive athlete will want to qualify and there'll always be that element of... Damn, 
that could have been us. But you know, good luck to Northern Ireland, and yeah. you know they they've qualified and and well done to them. But yeah, there, there will be disappointment, but there's always next time, isn't there? Absolutely, and one player heavily involved in the goal the other night is of course Pembroke's own and Harrod James, who we've had on the show before and spoken a lot about with you. This move now in coming out over to America to San Jose, it's a, it's a huge move for her, isn't it? And how do you think she'll fare there? Yeah, I think she she'll thrive there, and they go what an appointment for them as well. I think they're very lucky to have her. She's phenomenal footballer, isn't she? And so young and she's physically fit and athletic herself. They will absolutely love the way that she plays. She very rarely loses the ball. She's she's quite like Joe Allen, really, isn't she? It's a great signing for them and she'll do really, really well. And do you think she does have that type of game you just mentioned there with, with the possession, the passing football, the neat things that really would thrive in America? Yeah, she's, she's a natural footballer, isn't she? She's a really good head on her as well. She's surrounded by great players here and good coaches. So she'll be fantastic and her game will grow as well. She'll keep the ball for them. She'll she'll create play. And just a final word from you, Joe. Um, we've talked a bit about the Team GB provisional squad, which is unfortunately lacking in Welsh players, maybe inevitable when Dan in England coach Mega Reza got the role. Are you disappointed that not to see a more diverse squad that's supposed to be representing Great Britain? Yeah, definitely. There's so many players within the Welsh squad that deserve a spot there and it's disappointing. It's very much English-based, isn't it? And that hopefully that will change now that there's a lot more professional players within the Welsh squad as well and, and that will be able to establish themselves. Yeah, Disappointed, Trace. Well, yeah, we hope so. We hope Wales can continue to move forward under Gemma Granger like they did over Jane Ledlow. So thank you for your time, Joe, and then we'll catch up with you again soon when uh, when the competitive stuff starts again for Wales women. Of course, <laughs> of course that builds up yet again to hopefully qualification for a major championship. It'll happen one day, won't it? One day, yeah, one day. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. And that's Joe Price talking to Pure West Radio's Fraser Watson. If you would like to feature on the show, uh, do send us an email. It's sports at purewestradio.com or you can get in touch via the Pure West Radio Facebook page. Still to come, uh, we're going to hear from someone who has uh, reformed the Fishguard hockey side. That was ahead of the coronavirus regulations coming in. And Johnny Lewis from Haken uh, talks to us as well about football in Pembrokeshire. That's all on the way right here on Pure West Sports for Monday evening. Get more for your money at O.C. Davis Roundabout Garage, Nayland, the MG dealer for Pembrokeshire. Adventure awaits with 0% APR across the MG range, including the MG HS, the new MG ZS and MG3. Feel the power of electric motoring with zero advance payment on the mobility scheme. And as a thank you to our key workers, you can enjoy a contribution of up to £8,500. Don't forget, all new MGs come with a seven-year warranty as standard. For more information, go online to www.ocdavis.com or call 01646 600858 Ah, uh, enemy ahead, fire oh, Where? I can't see them Right there, fire Oh man, you missed again You need to get your eyes tested Nah mate, I ain't got the cash for that You're in college, you can get an eye test for free Really? From where? I'm with Mags Optics They're in the Riverside Arcade in Halford West Sick, I'll check it out Eye tests are free for children under 16 and those aged 16 to 18 who are in full-time education. Glasses up to £85 are free for students aged 18 and under with an NHS voucher. Call Paul, Tina and the team on 01437 767744 or go to magsoptics.co.uk to book an appointment. Mags Optics are the proud sponsors of The Gaming Show on Pure West Radio. Do you dream of being out on the road, taking in the sights and sounds of Pembrokeshire? Thanks to Fast Track Driving School, I'm free to 
adventure around the county, and now it's your turn. Fast Track is a triple award-winning driving school covering Pembrokeshire, Carmarthen, Cardigan and Llanelli. If you fancy a change of career in 2021, they are also instructor trainers. They even run driving lessons for those as young as 14. Want to learn something new in the new year? Fast Track it. On Facebook at Fast Track Driving School or call on 0333 772 0801. See you on the road. Get into Pure West Radio. If it had been for Cardinal Joe, I'd been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cardinal Joe? If it had been for Cardinal Joe, I'd been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cardinal Joe?
from Monday evening, it's Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. Really good to have your company this evening on the show. We're here with G&G Builders, of course. More at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. Loads to come after 8 o'clock. Sanna Duffy from Milford Haven will be on the show to talk about her record attempt at the Pembrokeshire Coast Path taking place from May the 7th. A top ultra runner is Sanna and both Fraser, Gordon and I are keen runners ourselves. So really looking forward to talking to her on the show. Of course, Jose Mourinho's departure from Tottenham, the Super League fallout and a bad weekend for Haverford West County as we talk football and some cricket too. Ollie Robinson took nine for 78 for Somerset at the weekend in their win over Glamorgan. With that in mind and with the Pembrokeshire cricket season imminent, Gordon and Fraser will be naming their favourite bowlers from the world of Pembrokeshire cricket and also maybe their favourite fast bowlers of all time will feature on the show as well. That's all to come after eight o'clock right here on Pure West Radio. But let's talk football right now. And Fraser's been finding out about the return of junior action in Pembrokeshire. Well, junior football has returned in Pembrokeshire and there is finally a roadmap seemingly for competitive senior football to return as well. But someone involved in both fronts is Haken Secretary Johnny Lewis, who's been instrumental at that club for a number of years now. Johnny, I know you're involved in Haken Juniors. Firstly, how's it been for you and the other coaches since they've come back? Well, it's just great to have it back for the kids. We were hopeful once they returned to school, the FAW would bring back, even if it was just training with, with restrictions, uh, you know, for the kids, just to see them back playing, it's brilliant. Obviously, the main thing is that it is back, but how different is it for you guys now? I imagine there's a lot more protocols to follow and a lot more work to get things on as opposed to before. Yeah, you know, it was interesting. We had a little chuckle as a club. The first thing on the return to, to kids' football protocol was for the committee to have a meeting. Well, we're still not allowed to have a meeting, so <laughs> you know, so we had that over Zoom to sort of get things back and running. I think I mentioned to you earlier this, we got to do sort of risk assessments. Yeah. We've produced a group for registration to record who trained when for track and trace purposes, you know, and, and the kids have got to learn. Don't get me wrong, we want them to have fun, but there's certain protocols they have to follow as well. And, you know, again, for the parents, you know, they, they're dying to what I'm dying to watch my son play, they're dying to watch their son play. So, you know, we're lucky in Haken, we've got the fenced-off area, so parents can still watch through the fence, but, you know, it, it's keeping the distance and, and the restrictions following the guidance. I know your son Dylan, a very promising young player, one of many that come through Haken, they seem to always cheer out promising youngsters. But for the kids themselves, not just your boy, all of them, what's their reaction like being coming back? Have you have you uh, seen a sense of extra enjoyment because they've missed out for so long? They're just just absolutely delighted to be back. You know, just lacing their boots up. You can see the smile beaming on their faces. The new boots they had for Christmas finally got to wear them. You know, it's just, it's absolutely brilliant. And not only for Haken, all the junior clubs to see them back. Parents posting pictures on social media of the return to football for them. It's absolutely brilliant. It's just giving a bit of a boost to everybody, you know, because we've all missed it. But for the players, it's been a red Absolutely. And, and the same, of course, for at senior football as well. And we finally had confirmation that the Pembrokeshire Football League season for, well, I think it's have to check myself here now, 2021-22 has been given a start date for September. That must be promising as well because so much uncertainty has, has hung over our game locally, hasn't it, since March last year. And finally now, it does seem some kind of definitive resumption date to work towards. Uh, it's great. You know, just just to have light at the end of the tunnel, you know, there's, there's still a long way to go. There's still a few things, you know, to cut that could possibly put a spanner in the works. But to finally have a date to sort of focus on, surely, fingers crossed, is light at the end of the tunnel. 
And how do you, I'm interested in this, Johnny, how, how do you think the early stages of season will play out? Because we can use the cliche, can't they? Whichever team hits the ground running is going to have a chance of winning the title. Of course, Haken are the reigning champions. We shouldn't forget that, despite it being by points per game average. That is a fact. You hold the title. But they're going to be coming into September now. And it's not like a usual off-season as me as you know it, isn't it? You tend to finish in May. You have a couple of weeks of cricket. You're back in training. You're back in the swing of things pretty quickly. Now we're going to having games, competitive games, where people have been inactive and out of action for a long, long time. Do you think we could see some random results in the early parts of the season? I think definitely. I think the the teams that get the steps going as early as they can, get the mileage in and the legs, I think they're the ones that will flourish. My big concern for, for Pembrokeshire football is, you know, the boys who are sort of mid to, mid to late 30s yeah. haven't, haven't kicked a football. And also... You know, we joke about it, but the wives and girlfriends who've had their husbands and partners home for all this time doing jobs on a Saturday, you know, there's going to be a lot of pressure on people Tell me about straight it. away return. So, you know, you know yourself from starting in the morning reporting on games. And, you know, it's that time, it's, it's almost like, you know, you're going to go back into starting again. And it's, it's going to be a shock to the system for everybody. I just hope that, you know, the hunger and desire is there, not only for Haken, you know, obviously I'm biased towards Haken, but, but for all clubs, because let's be honest, there is some fantastic games of football played on a Saturday afternoon. You know, decent crowds at games. So, you know, it's just it's going to be a great buzz for everybody. I, I certainly can't wait. Absolutely. And we hope that, you know, the opposite does happen to, to, to our concerns, really, don't we? And that players come back renewed and having missed it, a bit like the youngsters and with extra enthusiasm. But final word, Johnny, when, when we do get going in September, and like you say, there's a few obstacles to go through first, but hopefully it will all start on time. Obviously, Haken always up there in a title race. That, that's a given. Is that on your minds again? Are the players and the coaches already, do you think, talking about that, about putting in the pre-season and working towards winning silverware? Oh, definitely, definitely. The WhatsApp groups start to pick up, you know, where they've been so quiet for so long. It's it's just going to be fantastic to get it back. And, and, you know, as you say, fingers crossed, take another club that hit the ground running. Not that I'm biased or anything. <laughs> oh, it's great to hear from you, Johnny. And we'll, we'll be seeing you shortly, I'm sure, around the place for cricket and we're all going to enjoy that. And then... Touchwood, we're seeing you in September at plenty of football grounds as well. Thank you for your time. Cheers, buddy. Haken Secretary Johnny Lewis speaking to Fraser Watson. And if you would like to feature on the show, uh, do send us a message via the Facebook page or you can email us. It's studio at purewestradio.com. And still to come before eight, we are going to feature hockey on the show with Jason Davis from Fishguard. That's after Katy Perry and Raw on Pure West Radio.
Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone and it's Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Loads to come after eight when we are live on the Pure West Radio Facebook page. Gordon Thomas and Fraser Watson are with me. And just before the news at eight o'clock, Fraser's actually been taking a look into a sport that I don't think we've covered just yet on the Pure West Sports Show. Well, there's been plenty of talk on the Pure West Sports Show about football and rugby coming back and, of course, cricket, which is pretty imminent as well. But one thing we're yet to cover is hockey. And Jason Davis, I'm delighted to say, joins me now. And he was instrumental in Fishguard and Goodick actually reforming a men's side a couple of years ago. Jason, thanks for joining us. I'm going to take you back pre-COVID, if you can remember that world first. And when you reformed the club, what sort of response did you have before you were curtailed? Yeah, it was quite a big turnout for the lads. It was ranging from ages uh, that turned up. So to begin with, it was quite difficult, but in the end, then started becoming quite a decent turnout week in, week out. Then, and of course, you were playing friendlies, looking back, get back to league action. Will you now enter a league once you're allowed to resume again? Yeah, the last season before it got cancelled, we joined uh, the Cumbria Two, but sadly we couldn't play in that league because due to COVID. So hopefully, beginning of this next season coming, then we should get underway. And when you first helped reform the side, Jason, what kind of boys did you have coming back? Was it former players who, who, who wanted to get back to action again? Did you have a lot of newcomers or, or people who just wanted to try hockey or did you have a mix? To begin with, I think it was a few older rugby players that were no longer able to play rugby. It was an aging side to begin with. And then as we carry on training, new younger members then came along who were interested from school and we've now got youngsters coming through as well. You mentioned there that there's youngsters coming through and of course junior hockey can resume pretty imminently. Have you had anything from Hockey Wales, the guidance for the senior sides and when you might get back to competitive games? At the moment we're looking at coming back in the beginning of May. We might not be able to do hockey as such but we can come back as a club and to do a lot of fitness training more so I would have thought. That is I think we're hoping to have a full season next season probably starting in September time, I would have thought. You've gone into the Cymru too, as you said, there for that season. Jace, have you got any aspirations of where you want to finish, what you want to do all for now? Is it is it simply a case of enjoying having a team back and, and just trying to win as many games as you can? Yeah, I think the main objective is obviously to have fun while doing it. I think it's more of a development season. We don't know what to expect from team to team. Like, we've played a few games, but there's no sort of league that we've don't play the competitive edge to it yeah. that we've seen so just getting in and seeing what that's all about I think is the main objective is actually getting there Good and, and final question have you, have you had a lot of support from the community of Fishguard for this as well and, and businesses and sponsors and so on? Yeah it's been quite a good good response building ourselves up through the community which is quite nice Sure well it's a good supporting community in Fishguard and it's great to see men's hockey back and Thanks for joining us, Jason. Maybe we look forward to joining you later in the year when maybe you've had a bit of competitive action and, and see how you're getting on. Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks a lot, mate. All right, no worries. Thank you. Pure West Radio's Fraser Watson talking hockey with Jason Davis. And if you would like to feature, do send us an email. It's sport at purewestradio.com or send us a message through the Facebook page. We're live after the eight o'clock news on Pure West Radio on the Facebook page. Sana Duthie, top ultra runner from Milford Haven, will be talking to us about her latest challenge, which starts on the 7th of May. Uh, really looking forward to talking running with Sana. Uh, we'll also look 
look at the European Super League, Jose Mourinho's departure, the best bowlers in Pembrokeshire cricket history and some of our favourite fast bowlers from the world of cricket. Defeat for Haverford West County at the weekend will feature that. Lots to come after eight. And as I say, you can get involved. Hashtag Pure West Sport to join in the debate and make sure you like our Facebook page as well so that you're able to take part. That's all on the way after the latest news for Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Hi, I'm Charlie James, and here's the latest for Pembrokeshire. Three new cases of coronavirus have been recorded in the